return to our regularly scheduled program. We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Welcome to episode number six of Tyler Lynch on standby. Quick standby update. Still no radio gig. Nothing uh, yet. Still waiting. So hopefully that'll come soon. Uh, but we're having fun doing this. Uh, still no word from Chad Kroger either. No. Nope. Um, from Nickelback. We still have the the Nickelback guarantee on the go. Eventually, I'm sure he'll stop by. It'll be good. Uh, I want to start off the episode today. We got producer Alexi here. We're on the Comedy Here Often podcast network. Uh, I wanted to start it off with a quick fashion question okay you're into the fashion world you make your own clothes yes and you're selling your own masks right now which people can find on your instagram so go buy an alexi mask be safe yeah but i was thinking about this the other day old people like let's say (laughs) 85 year olds okay you know like when we're walking down the street and you see somebody and you're like you can kind of categorize them and judge them a little bit you're like oh this person's a hipster based on their fashion or, oh, this person's a hype beast or yeah. whatever it may be. Do you think 85-year-olds can do that with other 85-year-olds still? Because to me, they all just look the same. I mean, well, I think like at a certain point, like the fashion, I, I guess like you go through so many periods of like different styles in your life. But I think when you get to a certain age, you just kind of pause. So right. maybe it's like between other 85 year olds, they like identify like, Oh, that was really popular in the sixties. Like, like for old people right now, they have like the short haircuts and everything, which was like right. a big thing. I think in like the sixties, that was like the hippest thing. Right. So and, they, they, they find their fashion and then they just stick with it from like, probably, what do you think? Like 50 on? Yeah. 50 on. You kind of Lynch. Yeah. So what? you're at the point where this is going to, be your look <laughs> this has been Forever. my look since <laughs> yeah. i was like a kid so i just always wonder because like when i was like 18 you know like i would look at say a 35 year old and i probably couldn't tell the difference between like two 35 year olds but now that i'm like closer to 30 i, I can tell the difference when i see a, someone close to my age so i was like i wonder if like an 85 year old walking down the street sees another 85 year old and's like this fucking hipster you know, like, like, look at those slip on shoes. Wearing Ugh. a scarf like that. My yeah, yeah, God. Yeah. Oh, God. I'm sick of them. <laughs> that was my question of the day. I was oh, just, yeah. I was curious about that. Uh, we got an email from Maria here. I wanted to start off the show. It has to do with Lynch reviews. Okay. okay. It says, hey, Tyler Lynch, I am loving your podcast. Episode four made me laugh so hard. I think Lynch should review Neon Demon. I've seen it. It's the weirdest movie I've ever seen. I didn't know what I was getting myself into with this one. It made zero sense to me. There are parts that I had to actually cover my eyes because I could not watch some scenes, especially the scene in the mortuary. Mortuary? Yeah. yeah. Is that how you say that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. Uh, I would I would love to get Lidge's take on this. It's on Prime. No need to spend four ninety nine to rent it, assuming you have Amazon Prime. I do have Prime. Of course we do. We <laughs> talked about piss jugs in the first episode. Big Amazon fans. We love what they do to their employees. Um, the Neon Demon. I went and looked it up. It's a it's a horror movie, Lynch. Okay. Um, and uh, following the death of her parents, sixteen year old aspiring model Jessie has moved from small town Georgia to Los Angeles. Whoa, big step. She meets photographer <laughs> Dean, who does her first shoot, and makeup artist Ruby, who j- introduces her to fellow models. We don't need to go over the whole plot. It sounds like a, a real messed up horror movie. And there's people that just love these horror movies, like the real like gory one like i'll just read a line here uh sarah sucks the blood from jesse's hand is one thing here well everybody's done that. um there's a line here that uh jesse's worried that she's gonna have to sexually swallow a knife what 
Sexually? What kind of movie is it you want me to review? This My is for God, Maria. it sounds like a snuff film. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, this is the thing with the Lynch reviews. There's two ways we could take this, okay? Because we're getting lots of suggestions, and I want you to keep emailing them in to tylerlynch at gmail.com. But it's like we could go the weird route where it's like, who's watching this? What is this movie? You can explain it. Something along these lines, but I honestly think it's funnier for you to review things that everybody's watched that you don't know. And one thing about me is, you know, that I'm not a movie guy. Yeah. Like Star Wars. Yeah. I watch Star Wars, but that's about it. (laughs) I'm just one of those guys that claims to like Star Wars because it's the cool thing. Dude, I watched Star Wars when I was a kid. Maybe. I love Star Wars. (laughs) Maybe Star Wars is the review then. Ah. That's one that everybody's seen. Have you seen all the Star Wars? I don't think I have. Not yeah. the old ones. Me neither. We have lives. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? Uh, just saying. <laughs> so keep it, your suggestions coming in to tylerlynch at gmail.com. But I think we need to go the route of what's a movie you've seen or what's a movie you haven't seen that everybody else seems to have. And we'll get Lynch to review that. Email that in. And I think we'll decide from there. We got to okay. get some more Lynch reviews. People are right. excited about the Harry Potter review. They loved it. <laughs> it's don't, don't waste four ninety nine, please don't. <laughs> but let's get into it. Okay? All right, bowling news. I don't know how much you follow along with the Professional Bowling Association, but it has been a crazy couple weeks in the bowling universe. Uh, there was a seven ten split. Do you know what a seven ten split is? No. It's when. The two like back corner pins are the only ones left up. Very hard to hit both of them, right? A 7-10 split, it's called. A 7-10 split was made on television for the first time in 30 years. 30 years since the last time it was made. And the commentator's reaction was amazing. 7-10, come on, man. First off, that was very Joe Biden. Come on, man. Yeah, yeah, seven, ten. Come on, man. Come on. Again, the look back. So that's what that, I mean. I don't know why I re-racked. Right through the face, leaving the seven ten. The seven ten only been made on television three times in the history of professional bowling. Whoa. On yeah. TV. Come on, kid, do it. Oh, he did it. He did it. He, did it. he got the seven ten. Oh God. <laughs> He keeps oh, going. Man. Give me some oxygen and water to spare the game. Brought to you by Guaranteed Rate. You can, you can do it. Guaranteed Rate. Believe you will. I believe the ginger assassin can drop the 7 10. Oh, man. Wow. It actually came off of the bowling ball Insane. into the 7. Insane! That guy's the got a 7 10. Oh, give me some oxygen. Give me some water. How amazing was that reaction? That guy's bowling got a bowling boner right there. Yeah. <laughs> bowling commentators, I've got real into watching bowling because the commentators are amazing. They get so excited and the excitement is genuinely like contagious. Like I was watching that and I was so excited. I barely even knew what a 7-10 split was before that <laughs> clip went viral. Also, his name is the Ginger Assassin. And we need to go over this guy's look a okay. little bit, by the way. He's 18 his, his dad was also a professional bowler, so it runs in the family. He's got uh, like a ginger mullet, which nice. is, I, 
I've, how often do you see a ginger mullet, you know? That's great. Yeah. It's oh, a I cool look. <laughs> and he's got uh, like an American flag uh, kind of like bowling shirt on. Okay. And it just says the hammer across the front. <laughs> and his bowling name is the ginger assassin. Also, I don't know if you heard it. It's just lightly in the background. But his celebration song when he hits a big a big 710 or a strike is Def Leppard, Pour Some Sugar on Me. Oh, that goes hand in hand with a mullet. Which for (gasps) an 18-year-old is an awesome pick. So (laughs) that's boring news number one. Now, if you don't remember this clip, this was from, I don't even know, probably like eight to 10 years ago. One of the most famous professional bowlers is a guy by the name of Pete Weber. And he went viral a while ago, not for the commentator's reaction, but for his reaction when he won his fifth U.S. Open in a row. He was very excited. And he's also like kind of a heel in the bowling world. Like, <laughs> like bowling think the, heel. Yeah, yeah, I think the bad wrestler. Okay. okay. Like the bad wrestler guy. That's him. Strike to claim it. A strike to claim it. And he got it. I love that guy. That That guy takes it seriously. (laughs) Who do you think you are? I am was what he yelled at the camera after he got a strike. (laughs) It's the best. (laughs) But I get it. Oh, Pete Weber, though. He's a legend. He's a legend in the bowling world. I don't know if you know this, Alexi. Pete Weber, legend in the bowling world. He just retired, though. That's the other bowling news. Probably the biggest bowler of all time. Retired after 41 years. And in typical heel, badass fashion, he did it in the coolest possible way. (laughs) So he's in his final match and the camera's interviewing him. He gives this kind of like speech where even in his speech, he gives a shout out to his haters, which I love. And then I'll just play. I'll, I'm going to play the speech here. It's been an honor and a privilege to be part of professional bullet. He's crying. 41 years. This is it. Steps up for his final one. All the fans I had, hate me or love me. You watched. That's all you could do. Yeah, true. He <laughs> bowling. I love this guy. I love him so much. Oh my god. <laughs> to all the fans, hate me or love me. You watched. <laughs> He's not wrong. And that's a speech. But then for his final frame ever in the professional bowling, he does that. He walks immediately over to the thing, grabs the ball, and just throws a strike. And it was like this, oh, this guy. Bowling move. Yeah, yeah, like, like. <laughs> that's the coolest. <laughs> yeah. Bowling is cool. Okay. We need to get more bowling on television. We should do an app. Ep- we should film ourselves going bowling. I think I want to get really into bowling. Yeah. Like, like buy your own ball in the yeah, bowling? Yeah, yeah. My own <laughs> shoes. Like the Pete Weber's got custom gloves you can buy. I'll buy a Pete Weber glove. Oh, yeah. I, get I hope bag. they just say hate me or love me on the hands. <laughs> <laughs> That's the big news in the bowling world. I don't know if you heard any of these stories, but I just wanted to share. Um, yeah, just, you know, this is a real true passion of mine as of late is watching bowling commentary. It's a wormhole. You can go down as soon as the episode's over and you'll kill you'll kill a couple hours watching bowling commentary. It's fascinating. I would imagine like Prince Albert will be hosting the next uh, professional bowling association. So you're in the Prince Albert area. If you if you were a professional bowler, let's go around the room. What would your nickname be? The hangman. The hangman. Why? Lynch. 
Oh God. Yeah. I went dark there. With yeah, that. Yeah, that I would be a, a heel. Yeah. I would be like Pete Weber. <laughs> <laughs> Alexi, what would your professional bowling name be? The rock. The rock. Cause I know they talk about bowling balls and they call them rocks. Have you heard Do that? Do they really? Yes. Bowling slang. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. How do you know bowling slang? You watched a lot of bowling as well? I used to bowl a lot. I, I grew up in like a weird suburb of Richmond and there was only a bowling alley and a salon. So everyone would go and get their eyebrows threaded and bowl in all in the same strip mall. <laughs> the only two things to do. <laughs> that feels so opposite of like most bowlers. Like you hear about like American bowlers. It's like hot dogs, beer, bowling, you know, maybe some wings. You're like eyebrows threaded on fleek. Let's hit the bowling alley. <laughs> Were you in a league? Me? No, no. Uh, freelance. Oh, okay. Freelance bowler. All right. Yeah. I didn't have a ball either. It was just, you know, you just show right. up. You just show up. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what my bowling, I really should have planned this out before I brought it up. I think my bowling name would be blue balls. I'd go with blue balls. <laughs> what? You never hit it. Just never, never getting it. In. Never getting it in. Uh, <laughs> I love it. Oh, okay. So we got a message from Lisa as well to our email. Okay. And uh, she wanted us to bring back a segment that we used to do uh, on the radio. And uh, I still got the intro. Let's go to Brian Fantana live on the scene with a Channel 4 News exclusive. Brian. Pandemic Watch. It's time for the Pandemic Watch, where we take a look at some of the dumb coronavirus stories going around. And my golly, there are a lot. I'd like to start with... Uh, First off, Kingston, Ontario. Have you heard about Kingston, Ontario's new COVID rules? Okay. Obviously, everywhere across the country, no matter where you're listening, is under some pretty strict rules right now and things are getting pretty bad. But in Ontario, they have like a a stay-at-home order. But you're still allowed to go to the park, but only for certain uses. And Kingston police have put out a warning that if you get caught tanning in the park, it could lead to a fine anywhere between $800 and $2,000 for tanning or lying in the grass of the park. That is not considered essential use of the park, and therefore you are breaking the rules. It's true. Uh, And honestly, I think that should be a crime. I mean, look at the time of year we're in right now. April, heading into May. We're getting into short season. And if you're anywhere as pasty as us, it's actually dangerous to allow these thighs to go out untanned. Like you walking down the street, there's reflections. You're going to cause a car accident. That's true. Uh, you, people are like, oh, blind. Ah, yeah, everyone's blind. There's people walking in the middle of intersections, getting hit by buses. I mean, Lynch's thighs are one of the most disgusting things I've ever seen. Let's in my not life. go that far. No, they're are they're horrible. pretty great. Yeah, they're like an uncooked sausage. Like it's just got the casing on it, but you could see all the weird dots. And okay. you're like, what's in that meat? Why? And it's white because it's not cooked yet. I mean, that's a crime. That's a crime. Tanning in the park doesn't seem like a crime. They're encouraging people to do fitness in the park. And I'm like, that. those people are annoying. You know what I mean? Like, get a gym membership. Like, I understand. But the gyms are closed. Okay, That's the work thing. out in an alley. The people that are using the jungle gym to do pull-ups, what are you doing? That's for children, okay? Yeah. <laughs> the park is for chilling. We've talked about this. We're buying benches. You don't play music. You can be calm there. If you want to work out, go to the beach. Kingston's on Lake Ontario. There's a beach there. Go work out of the beach with the rest of the young people, Okay. I'm sick of these rules. You're being very harsh right now. I'm just, uh, I'm a little COVID frustrated. I don't know if you can tell. The rules are just too much. You can't tan. Ah, No one's got COVID tanning. 
There's no one. The sun's supposed to be good for it, right? You need vitamin D. And they're like, no, stay inside. Or run through the park. Yeah, you're allowed to run through it. They, they, how do they describe it? You can go, uh, you can exercise, run, or th- uh, go, I guess, basically, you're just thorough. Just great thorough? Through, through it. Through, through, what is it called? Through fair? Yes, that's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they say there don't use the park as a desk. That was real good. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> they say don't use the park as a destination. Yes. That's how they worded it. So, God, I hope that doesn't come here. I am so glad that we're not in Ontario. If you're listening from Ontario or watching. Sorry. Yeah, rough times. Yeah. All my family's in Ontario and you talk to them and you're just like, this sucks. Like everything about Ontario sucks. I have no desire to be there right now. Toronto's insane. The numbers are crazy. Like our numbers are high and there's nowhere near what's going on there. Then my brother's in Montreal and they put back in place the the whole like stay at home, like 8 p.m. curfew. He's not allowed to go like buy chips after 8 p.m. He's not allowed to leave his apartment. It's been good. He's lost weight. Is your is brother going to riot though? Uh, is he going to riot? Yeah. That's what no. they're doing in Montreal right now. Are they rioting? They're rioting the- because of the hour movement for the time restrictions. I get it. The time thing seems so dumb. Like COVID doesn't go away at night. Like why yeah. can't you go for a walk at 830? What's the difference if you go from a 745 walk or an 830 walk? What's the difference? The darkness. It hides the COVID so you can't see it. <laughs> it sneaks up on you. <laughs> oh, I'm COVID. I'm under your bed. <laughs> I come out at night to play. <laughs> You guys like my horror voice? Yeah. I'm going to be in the Neon Demon soon. Lynch review coming soon. <laughs> that COVID don't get halfway the... through when it came out at night was crazy. <laughs> it's like, it's one thing, you know, like we have our like curfew on bar. Well, bars are closed, but like alcohol sales. No, like, you know what I mean? Like I kind of get that. I'm like, people get sloppy. They get drunk late at night. I can kind of understand shutting that down, but like not allowing someone to go for a walk after 8 p.m. I'm like, okay, what are we doing here? Uh, also, the the dog market in Montreal is through the roof because of this. People are <laughs> renting dogs because you're allowed to take your pet out for a walk after 8. So people are <laughs> okay. putting their dogs on Kijiji up for rent. Could you imagine renting your dog to a stranger? Oh, my That's what people God. are doing for That's like 50 people bucks. People are also stealing dogs. Yeah, it's, it's been bad for dogs. Like poor dogs. We're really concerned about. And that leads us into Lisa's <laughs> message. She was the one who wanted us to bring back the pandemic. She sent in a voice memo about uh, her COVID situation, which was interesting to say the least. So my boyfriend and I moved on to our sailboat in Vancouver and we felt. That's we cool. almost got boat friends. That if is yeah, cool. Lisa, we would love to come hang out on your sailboat. When, uh, when things are safe. We've been in Vancouver for like four years and we've been looking for a boat friend since. Neither, no one here can afford a boat. Alexa, no. do you have a boat? Uh, no, my dad does though. Oh, yeah. okay. We're getting boat All friends. Right. We're getting options. <laughs> so Lisa moved on to the sailboat. Sick the day we moved. So we went through um, one of those drive-through test sites. Have you gone through the drive-through test site? No, by the way? I haven't no. been tested at all. I got tested. Uh, there was a moment I thought I had it, so I went to the drive-through thing. They're crazy scary. Like I couldn't imagine bringing your children there. Like it's really like post-apocalyptic. Like you drive into this like weird white tent and there's all like the Dexter plastic sheets everywhere and everyone's wearing those like crazy hazmat suits. Like it's really horrifying. Like the end and of the then in what was one of the most awkward experiences ever, the lady comes up, I did the, like the spit gargle test. So you have to like gargle the stuff and the spit in a cup that they're like holding. And as I'm like spitting in the cup, she's like, are you Tyler from the radio? Ah. 
And I was like, oh God, this is the worst way to meet a listener. I'm like, oh, take my spit. Yeah, I am. <laughs> so awkward. And then she's like, you gave me tickets to, I think it was Winter Sleep or something, or the National or something. And I was like, oh, cool. Like, can we not right now? Like, it's not the time for this. But, so they go get their test. The next morning we woke up and we had a text message saying that we were positive. So we're pretty sick for a few days and then kind of feeling better after a week. But we were confined to, co- confined to the boat for the whole isolation period. And then what I really Rough wanted life. to share is that we live with two cats and both cats developed like a really raspy meow and a cough um, a couple of days after we did. And How do you tell if you're... Can you really tell if your cat's meow is more raspy? Well, yeah, one what day? if it's like meow? It's a normal one. And then right. meow. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's true. Okay. <laughs> now that I hear it out loud, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Theirs lasted for a few days also. And these cats are these cats are like right in our faces. They're Sphinx cats, so they've got no hair, so they're like under the covers all the time. And Cold. um anyway, I looked Didn't online exist. and there's not a ton of <laughs> information about um people having experiences with their cats getting it so i don't know if um i don't know if they had covid or or what but the timing was like way too coincidental and they've been on the boat before we moved on to it we would go out for weekends and stuff so so that rules that out it's not like a change of setting for the cats that made them like sick it wasn't a new thing for them um i'm really curious if anyone else has had any um strange like covid experience with their pets and uh if they have like you know what what's up with that and is that a thing or is is that just uh some weird coincidence we went through anyway cool thanks guys talk to you later that was the most aggressive phone hang up i've ever heard in my life what was that Lisa's like, okay, done. Throws her phone in the dryer. <laughs> like, <laughs> but her her cats, she thinks, she doesn't know for sure. She thinks her cats got COVID and wants to know if anybody else had a situation where their, their pets ended up like that. So if you do, let us know. Send us an email or whatever. But like, is that a thing? Like we're talking about those dogs in Montreal. Like they're supposed to be safe. But like if animals are getting COVID, like what? What's the deal? Like, do, do you think your cats actually had COVID? It's possible, man. Yeah. Well, did you not read? Do you not remember the stories? The I think the very first story of an animal getting COVID was at the New York Zoo, where a tiger ended up getting COVID from the zookeeper. God, a tiger with COVID. That's <laughs> imagine that meow. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> it's great. <laughs> <laughs> And then, like, on top of that, too, San Diego, they've actually vaccinated their apes and gorillas there. Oh, yeah. Recently, they did that. Well, they also killed Harambe. So, no, that was Cincinnati. That was Cincinnati, too. Okay. Are you sure? (laughs) Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was them. Okay. Well, Harambe, rest in peace. I miss that gorilla. Uh, Do you remember when Elon Musk released a song called R.I.P. Harambe? What can't Elon Musk do? He produced a song? No. Yeah, Elon Musk is into music production on the side, which so am I. And we're going to get to that later in this episode. Ooh. Little tease there. Um, but so gorillas can get it. Tigers can get it. Yeah. I've read of dogs and like house pets getting it, but the it's C- got to be super the rare. The CDC right? said that actually people can give their pets COVID. Huh. It's actually on the Weird. CDC website. So Lisa, you gave your cats COVID. 
but they survived. And so they're, did they're Lisa fine. and her partner. So that's wonderful news. Glad you guys are doing all right. I hope the cats are fine. You said they were fine after a couple of days. Uh, does that mean we need to vaccinate our pets? I mean, we're oh, already God. microchipping them. Why not throw another one in there? You know? <laughs> <laughs> can, we, can we get the humans done first? Yeah. I don't, know. The I don't CDC- know if I want it. We've talked about this. I don't know if I want this vaccine. I feel weird about it. The CDC did say that uh, pets can't give can I just, you COVID. Oh, oh, that's good. So yeah. there's no animal to human transmission? Yeah, for, other for than pets. First bat. Yeah, then, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I uh, I just want to clarify. I don't want to get the vaccine, but I I will. I'll do it. I'll do it. Why don't you want to do I it? I don't know. I just I don't like needles. I don't like doctors. I'm a little bit of a conspiracy theorist, but not much. But a little. I bit want to ass. keep everyone around me safe. So as soon as I'm allowed in September 2024, when my age group comes around, I will get the shot. I, I can register on Monday. Yeah, because you're old. Yeah. That, I can't are, wait. Alexi, have you even got any word on when you're allowed to get it? No. Yeah. Yeah. No. Must be nice. Monday. I yeah. can do it. <laughs> I'm so jealous. <laughs> See? Here's my other theory with this pet thing, though. Okay? Okay. Because there was a story, and and I, I guess I don't know if cats would really be like this, because I'm definitely more of a dog person, but there was a story in Ireland, you remember, the guy, he broke his foot, and he was walking on crutches, and he's got the boot on, so he's got a bit of a limp, and his pet dog, I feel like I didn't need to... Say his pet, his dog, okay, uh, started limping as well. They couldn't figure out what was wrong, so they took him to the vet and like did all these X-rays. And they're like, "We're not sure what's happening." Blah 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 blah. And then like the husband actually goes to the vet with them because the wife had taken the dog. And the husband shows up and has the boot on. And the vet was like, "Oh, he's just he's showing empathy for you. Like pets will like almost almost I don't know if it's mocking or showing empathy, but they'll." Like this dog just like started limping because his owner was limping and he thought that's what he was supposed to do. And he felt bad that his owner was limping. So I'm like, maybe these cats just like felt bad that they had a cough and they're like, it's fine. We also have a cough. That's my cat voice. Lots of voices in this episode. I I like that about dogs. (laughs) Yeah. Is that fat? Do you think the dog though kind of gets upset? You know, maybe it gets a surgery or something. It's got to get a cone. Right. Around his head. It's and like, it's hey, ups- where's your cone? Exactly, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Come on, Matt. We're in this together. Yeah. Where's your cone at? <laughs> For a week. That's all you got to do is wear the cone like I do. If I had a pet dog uh, and it needed a cone, I would wear the cone. Uh, and I would get Alexi to custom design it. Just a like cloth cone? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, nice and soft around the bottom or something so you don't get too scratchy. I'd do that. You know? Would oh, you do yeah. that for me? Heck yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Custom cones coming soon. I'm amazed that's that's actually got to be a thing. Like some rich people like yeah. out there getting designer cones for their dogs. Oh, like sure. when they're sick or something. Like Probably. does Gucci have a cone for like little purse dogs or whatever they're called? They got it, right? They must. I got to quickly Google this because I need <laughs> I, to know. I would, I would think that rich people would have something like that. Most definitely, right? Because rich people, if they have money to spend, they'll spend it. On dumbass things. Designer dog cones. Um, hmm. I mean, there's definitely designed ones, but like I'm not bejeweled. Seeing, yeah, like, but they're all like look kind of cheap, which kind of makes sense. I guess your dog's probably going to ruin it. Yeah. Um, there's an adjustable rainbow flower donut surgery recovery cone. That's a long name. Pick a better name. Uh, there's an adjustable avocado. <laughs> there's a what? It's a dog wearing an avocado around its head. Oh, so like his cute. head's like the pit of the avocado. Yeah. <laughs> it's adorable. 
<laughs> I can't spend too much time or else we'll never get out of this. Came out. Yeah, hole. we're doing the podcast yeah. right now. You're going to go down this wormhole of dog cones for rich people. Uh, so cute. Gucci, though. Yeah, I'm nothing like that's popping up. Like these big Prada, all these companies get on that. Come on, Dolce and what is it? Dolce and Cabana or Cabana? Yeah, Cabana. What is it? <laughs> I, you're out of my Dolce price range, so I don't even know. Relaxation area. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's an opening in that market. Hey? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we should do it. <laughs> yeah. Tyler and Lynch high end dog cones. <gasps> yeah. That with the piss jugs? We're on a roll yeah, right now for merch. So much, you're expanding We've come your, up with some great merch. merch ideas. We really need to get on this. <laughs> we got our fashion designer. It's all coming together. <laughs> you sent me a story, though. Yeah. And Alexa, you probably don't know this. It ties into the animal situation. We used to play this game where Lynch always brings up stories in the weirdest way. Like... He'll ask you as if like everybody had heard of this story. And then when you hear what the story is, you're like, how the hell would anybody <laughs> have ever heard that? It became a game that we actually played. Give us an example with this headline specifically. All right. Well, what you emailed me, I'll just read it. What you emailed me was, did you hear about the guys in India who were arrested for teaching monkeys to steal? And it's like, no, no one's heard of that story. No, like... And then we made a game of it where we just look around. Like you just pick a spot on the map and then you pick items and it's exactly how Lynch introduces the story. So you'd be like, did you hear about the guys in Kenya who use the mop bucket to assault a senior citizen? <laughs> and that's how he gets into stories. And you can just look around and make things up. Give it a go. Try. <laughs> uh, did you hear about that guy in Kelowna who used the fan to uh, shave his pubes? There you go. See? <laughs> And that's how Lynch gets into weird news stories, but he says it as if everybody is reading that stuff on a regular basis. And he sends me like five of them a day. My email is like, interesting. I want you to know. I want you to be like, oh yeah, I heard that story. <laughs> so you sent me this one and it's, did you hear about the guys in India who were arrested for teaching monkeys to steal? Yeah. No. Tell us the story, Lynch. Well, two guys in India have been arrested because they had a gang of monkeys that they actually taught how to steal. So what these monkeys would do is the owners would be like, all right, that guy over there. And these monkeys would go and surround the person and start climbing up on him and steal the guy's wallet or whomever's <laughs> wallet they're stealing. And I've heard about these like monkey theft stories before. Yeah. But it's pretty crazy that they actually like train them to go pickpocket basically. And then they'd roll up in the car and the monkeys, they'd open the door and the monkeys would all jump inside and they'd bolt off. <laughs> The police actually had to like set up a sting at a bus stop and they ended up arresting these two guys and then took the monkeys and, you know, they're the Humane Society or whatever now. But like, how come the monkeys aren't getting jail time? Yeah, Because they're the smart ones out of the whole group here. Right. And that's kind of what I want to get into, because there's been a lot of like monkey theft stories. Uh, there was that video that went viral a while ago where the monkey was riding on the back of the motorcycle or the moped. Did you see that? No. So it, once again, it's in India. I don't know why all these monkey stories are out of India. By the way, did you know India is our third biggest download market? Oh, what? Yeah, yeah we real? have a lot of downloads from India. Hell yeah. Don't oh. know why, but oh. uh, shout out. Shout out. That's uh, fantastic. I don't know what's going on with all your crazy Please ass email videos. In, though. <laughs> like I watched a video from India not long ago and it was a like, like a jaguar or a cheetah just running through the town and people oh. are trying to like capture it <laughs> and it's just like mauling people out of the way. But yeah, if, these, if these people are downloading life. this, send us a story. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like definitely. come on. Tell us what wild animal has wreaked havoc on your town in India because the videos are fascinating. But there was the one on the moped where it's a guy riding a moped with a monkey on the back, which is already a great visual. But then they try and like kidnap a child. 
what? and the monkey they pull up behind this like little girl and then the monkey grabs a little girl and they drive away and start dragging her and the idea would be that they would like uh, hold her for ransom or whatever like try and get money but they trained this monkey to kidnap now luckily the monkey's grip strength was not strong enough and they ended up letting the go girl the girl go she was fine and they just kind of like took off but the video was wild you're like whoa this monkey is kidnapping a person on a moped wow. it's crazy oh my god yeah <laughs> wild how do you train the monkey that well to know exactly what to do oh i don't know but like these guys like step up your game that's my <laughs> message here you know like pickpocketing for a hundred bucks they're kidnapping people with their monkeys you're not even the best monkey thieves like, be good at it. That's yeah, but at least, with, at least no, the monkeys are stealing crime. wallets. That's my message with crime all the time, is like, if you're going to be a criminal, just be good at it, okay? Like, everyone likes a heist story, you know? Like, this is a robbery on Netflix, like the art thief story. I'm like, those guys are heroes. Like, it's crazy. They got away with $500 million worth of art, like, but they're with this elaborate humans. scheme. You're, you're shit-talking the monkeys right now. Monkeys are smart, okay? Yeah, I know, but they're not human smart. I I, I disagree. I, I went and did some more digging, okay? After you sent me this, okay. I, I went down a monkey wormhole. And uh, have you ever heard of macaques? <laughs> have you ever heard of macaques? <laughs> macaques? No. Yeah. Huh? Huh? No, no, I haven't, Tyler. Please tell me. Uh, macaques are a breed of monkey, uh, and I believe they're originally native to Japan, but definitely some in India, and I think over uh, a good chunk of the world you can find them. And they are so smart that they will actually steal stuff from tourists, but they don't like run away with it. They don't actually want it. They then barter with you for food. And if you give them the right food, they will give you your stuff back. Oh my God. There was a BBC story I found on it and this guy went out and tested it on purpose. But this daylight robbery is still all about food. Just not in the way that you'd ever expect. Not so in the way you'd ever expect. To, I'm giving them an irresistible opportunity. It's a cell phone. So that right there, you can't see it. He had his cell phone in his hand just okay. hanging loose. And the macaque just came up and went and stole the iPhone out of his hand and then runs and jumps on the fence. You see, these monkeys want something in return for my phone. It's so They're amazing. notorious for one thing, holding people to ransom. Okay, he's got my phone. And there is a system. And at this point, this guy's insane, by the way. He's like like this in the monkey's face. Like he's like, no. Like bending over. There's a system, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and the stupid soft voice. Talk louder. By which I may be able to do this. Bartering. Okay, that's what it thinks of peanuts. Let's try something a little bit more valuable. So they're also so picky. Gives them peanuts. He didn't want peanuts? And he was like, no. And if you go look at the videos, it's so funny because they look like they get angry when you give them shitty food. Like, he grabs it and goes and throws it on the ground and then hides the cell phone behind his back again. Like, and then he tries it. You would think bananas, right? Maybe a bag of bananas. Doesn't seem particularly interested in the bananas either, does he? Nope. No, Grabs no the bananas. bananas? No, nope. throws them away. I thought monkeys love bananas. <laughs> but he's like, we get bananas all the time, yeah. okay? <laughs> Give us something new, some pixie sticks, you know, some fuzzy peaches. We want something fun. Uh, and then finally, he, uh, he ends up getting it back. The last prize that I have is this. Protein in the form of eggs. If anything's going to get my phone back, it's this. Yes! <sighs> Oh. Oh. What kind like... of friggin' weirdo carries around peanuts, 
a bunch yeah. of bananas and eggs. Uh, <laughs> Just in case I get my phone stolen by a, a macaque monkey. <laughs> what the hell? That's a great you gotta be point. Ready. Why is he just walking around with all those things? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's doing it for the bit for whatever show they're on where you talk like this. Um, it's so soothing. It is soothing. I'll give him that. But it's it's like the public broadcaster voice. Have oh, you ever yeah. listened to like even the CBC does it here where it's just like they talk real wet and close to the microphone. They're like, well, welcome to the national. And you can always hear the spit in their mouth. You're like, stop that. You don't need to talk like that. I don't know what public broadcasters are doing. Why is our tax money paying for that? Get a drier mouth. Yeah. Too wet. You can't buy a drink. Wash Smoke that a joint or something. something. Get God, a dry mouth. Disgusting. <laughs> Um, and same with the BBC. Anyways, why is he carrying around eggs for this bit? It's pretty amazing, though, how picky they can be. I went down, like, I watched. There's tons of these videos of bartering with these monkeys online. There's one where, like, the guy, the monkey was getting pissed. I called him a guy. Like, he's, it's like he's a person. Like, they keep giving this, like, like stick thing. I don't know what it is. And he just, like, he more aggressively throws it down oh. each time. He's like, no, like, I told you. I will give you your Ray-Bans back if you give me some eggs, you know? like <laughs> It sounds like a vacation in Mexico. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you get yeah. robbed and the guy's just like, I'll give this back to you, yeah, but you gotta, yeah, yeah. You gotta give me like 300 pesos for yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> Those monkeys are fascinating. Oh, wow. So much animal talk. This is uh, Animal Planet with Tyler and Lynch. Uh, and Alexi. But that's really interesting, man. I had no idea that macaw could do that. Yeah. It's fascinating. Um, his voice. Can't handle his voice. I love it. Um, so that was like one big hobby I had this week was looking Going down that wormhole. Yeah. Monkey videos. <laughs> God, there's nothing on the go. Uh, I've been watching bowling monkey videos and I've been working on music production. Okay. Oh. And I wanted to. Bring it to the show here. It's a vi- I, I'm working on a music video that I'm going to be releasing on my Instagram. Uh, it's probably out by the time you're watching this. If you want to go give it a like. Uh, and Alexi, you've worked in like the music production world for a long time. What's your backstory with like music production? Um, you well, like, went to school for it, right? Went to school for it. And then I worked at a little studio here in East Van uh, for a number of years uh, doing like audio engineering and production for different bands. So I worked with like some big typical rock bands and then like hip hop producers and like just like a whole spectrum of artists. Right. Yeah. And you're still working yeah. in music production. You still work at 604 Studios. That's where we are. Yeah. So that's why I wanted to bring it because I was like, okay, like I, I'm new to the production world, uh, but been a hip hop fan for a very long time. And I, I knew that you, you could set up like a little studio in your closet if you do it right. Like mm. I had some sound paneling up. I had all the clothes so the, to dampen the sound a little bit. And then I had a, a blanket and some towels hanging over behind me, kind of enclosing it all in, some pillows up. And I was like, I'm going to produce a fire track. Okay. Um, a fire track. All yeah, right. yeah. And uh, it, I didn't compose the beat myself. It's a, it's, a, it's a remix of the song Area Codes by Ludacris and Nate Dogg. You know that song? Yeah. I've got hoes. <laughs> so you just that do like song? a cover of it? <laughs> Uh, I did a remix. So I, I took the lyrics and the beat and it inspired me to create my own song. And um, I'm just going to play it. And I'm really hyping it up here. <laughs> Are you ever? <laughs> I'm just going to play it. And I want 
your review, Alexi, as a professional on my production skills. Okay. Okay. Here we go. I've got hair. I've got hair in different hairia coats. Hairia coats. Hair. I've got hair in different hairia coats. Hairia coats. Hair. So what do you think? I love it. I think it's a great place to start. I have some recommendations. Okay. What's your recommendation? <laughs> and this is what I was looking for. Now, first off, the whole video is inspired that I just realized as I get older, I'm getting hairier and hairier. I have the world's worst back hair. You probably don't know this about me. You definitely don't know this about me. <laughs> Not probably. It would be weird if you didn't I know I can this. say he does. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I have the world's worst back hair. I have like, I'm. it's like... They're really long. Like I have these really long hairs. So they're like probably oh. two inches long, but they're like really spread out. Like they're Very just patchy. randomly sporadic throughout my back. Like if you what? looked at me from a five foot distance, you wouldn't be able to see them. Like they're that spread out. But then if you get up close, you're like, what's with all these weird ass, like long hairs coming out of your back? It's yeah. like I'm sprouting. It's like I'm a werewolf, like at like 1159. <laughs> like, like, I, like not quite midnight. Like I haven't quite fully transitioned. It's it's like a werewolf going through chemo. Like it's like it's just catchy and long. <laughs> oh, okay. What? It's this is a happy story. The chemo, the chemo worked. The werewolf is fine. This is he thanks his doctors. This is no big deal. Um, so that's where it's all inspired. There's more of these long hairs popping up. So I I came up I with Haria codes. So I have hair in different Haria codes. Uh, so that's the lyrics. But let's talk about your production expertise. Like, what do you think? Um, I think you'd probably want to throw on a touch of auto-tune. Uh, yeah, <laughs> the saying no. really isn't the best. Well, the performance, I like the performance. I think it's great. I think if you just like got it in key, in spots, it would be a hit. A hit? <laughs> I've got hair. That's not a key. In different hair. hair. I feel like coat. you get there eventually. I, that's, a, yeah, that's a pretty good Nate dog. Are you happy? Are you going to shop that out to like Great Clips? Yeah. <laughs> New sponsor for the show, Great Clips. Uh, <laughs> no free ads over it yet. Not yet, but Great Clips. Come on. I mean, look at us. We're the two most generic white looking guys on the planet. We're spokespeople for Great Clips. Who goes to Great Clips? Really boring looking white guys. Okay. <laughs> And old people, probably. When they ask you, what do you want me to do with your hair? You're like, do whatever. Yeah, yeah. We don't care. We don't even know what it's called. Okay? Just great clips. <laughs> do it. That's okay. We could braid and dye my back hair. You guys, you get your artist could get real creative with it. Jesus. Braid and dye yeah, the back hair. Yeah, Okay. Look, my back Gross. will look like Takashi 69 <laughs> Right? We'll get some beads on some of them or something. Like, I've got hair. It's like I was just in Cuba. I've my back hair. was. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's funny with the, like the long sporadic hairs. I heard that that's for like a particular reason that's got to do with like evolution. Really? Where it's like in that one particular area on your body, it's like the, um, I don't know if it's like Neanderthal or like wherever we're like evolved from. Right. Like that one specific spot on your body is like passed along in your like DNA. So it gets to this point where like you're like, human or like, I don't know, uh, whatever we are right now. Humanoids. Yeah. Maybe. Homo erectus. I don't know what, I don't know what right. we are now, but, homo erectus? Um, I think that's right. That's is that how, right? How, I think homo erectus is the, how we stand. Like, yeah. That, that's, 
I think that's like what we're called right now. (laughs) Anyways. Okay, so. But like in that one little like skin cell on your body or like in your case, like many areas all over your body, like that'll be like DNA that's like passed on from like, like our, our ancient ancestors, I guess. So basically what you're saying is I'm a more evolved human than others. No, No, you're not. No, you're more caveman. Yeah. Oh, so I'm a like, less evolved you. <laughs> Just in those spots. Cool. Just okay. in those spots. Well, screw both of you because everyone knows we came from God, okay? So this story is nonsense. <laughs> I'm sorry. I feel like I'm really going in on you today. <laughs> no, I love it. I'm here for Thank it. Thank you for that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a less evolved human, but a more evolved rapper? Yeah. Wow, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what? Let's just wrap up this whole show at this point. Okay. <laughs> you upset? No, yeah, 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 no. This, like is, this is not, this is not kind of ideal for me today. Uh, usually I have a good time hanging out with you guys, but it's been a little rough. I'm going to go softly cry over a glass of warm milk. That's how I like to do it. That's what the cavemen would have did back in the day. They didn't have milk. Right from the Were teats. They milking teats. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the caveman milk teats. That's the big question we're going to leave you with today. Let us know. Uh, let's wrap this up. Thank you. Uh, once again, we got to do big thank yous. Thank you to Jim Bob John for all the original great, music, great our music. theme song. By the way, people are doing uh, videos. We asked you if you wanted to do like a TikTok video or a dance video to the theme song. Uh, you could still get it from us. Just send us an email. Tanya did a, a skipping routine. Okay, wait. Tanya can skip like yeah, yeah, yeah. she's hell. got like a whole it's called tanya.jumping.beans on Instagram and she does like all these crazy skipping routines that are like workouts but also dancing and she does it to all different songs it's fascinating it's so Ooh. cool and she did one to the theme song uh, there's a reel up for that so thank you Jaden did a weird like sexy dance in his car which kind of made me uncomfortable but that was I cool liked too it, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was good uh, and if you want to uh, do your own dancing video we would love to see it uh, so please send us an email for that and thank you to Jim Bob John for the music thank you to Jessica Wong for uh, the graphics I should probably just clarify Jessica Wong is my girlfriend she is also the secondary voice on Harrier Codes I was gonna ask Harrier Codes Harrier you see now her Codes. voice is good yeah yeah she's talented oh yeah, yeah she nailed yeah. it she did all the graphics so thank you to her uh, big thank you to the Comedy Here Off at Podcast Network. Big festival coming up. Yeah. Alexi, explain the festival. We need to plug this. Oh, sure. So it's called Stop Going Viral. And it is a festival with a bunch of like really cool celebrities and everybody on our network, Some the Comedy Here Often yeah. Podcast Network. Will Arnett, yeah. Nikki Glaser, yeah. uh, and it's all Dan fun- Soder, like some Big, big names in the comedy world. I mean, Will, Mark Hoppus from Blink-182. Yeah, like, yeah, how cool is that? And that you, was the coolest. And uh, Kevy on your podcast, you guys uh, interviewed all of them. Yes, we and, did. And uh, it's all raising money for the World Health Organization. Yeah, oh, it's the Pan American... Pan American Health Organization. Um, so that is like, that's PAHO. Um, and that's like all of the Americas. So like North, South and Central. Um, so it's just... It's like a big organization and we're raising money for COVID relief. Especially, so. especially important in like Southern, like South America and Central America and stuff like that. So that's awesome. So that's coming up April 28th. It starts 28th, 29th, 30th on the, yes. the Comedy Here Off in YouTube. Uh, so make sure you check that out and donate if you can. Uh, we're also going to be part of that. Yep. So that's going to be fun. Uh, but big thank you to the Comedy Here Off Podcast Network for uh, hosting us and uh, doing that wonderful fundraiser. Providing a wonderful producer, producer Alexi, for our show. <laughs> and uh, 604 Studios for allowing us to use the space. 
As always, if you could like, rate, review, subscribe, leave a comment, all Tell that kind friends. of stuff. Email uh, us too. Email us, tylerandlynch at gmail.com. Uh, get a plane and do a sky write that just says listen to it. Um, that would be cool. <laughs> if you could get a blimp, like a, like a Goodyear blimp, and then just fly it over areas, um, <laughs> that would be cool. I'm um, going to guess that's not going to happen, billboard. but okay. <laughs> billboard seems, I mean, if you buy us a billboard, like we'll be thankful, but like probably less thankful than the blimp because like, the blimp is pretty cool. Um, but if you could do all of that, that would be wonderful. And uh, what? Or, or even, you know, just send in a voice memo to yeah. Tyler Lynch yeah. at yeah. gmail.com. That would no. be nice. Uh, and also guests. We did our first episode with the guest. The last one was Jeremy Taggart from Our Lady Peace. Uh, wonderful uh, fella. Some great stories. And uh, if you want to go listen to that one, it's up. But if you have any other ideas of guests or uh, if you uh, are like, hey, we don't want guests, uh, let us know. There's people that we'd like to talk to, but we're not sure exactly what we should do with this. It's kind of up in the air. It's a real loose theme. It's good. One guest that we definitely want to get on, though, is Chad Kroger from Nickelback. Uh, still hasn't made it, so. Now that guarantee right now seems to be slipping. It'll happen. We're pretty confident it'll happen. Chad Kroger, we will see you soon. 